Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Inflation coupled with rising interest rates have many consumers deferring their home buying plans this year. Hmm, consider this number, $436,000. That is the median home price up by, and get this, $123,000 from just four years ago. And this is topic B. The question, obviously, can bargains still be had? Short answer, yes, they can. But let's talk about this for a minute. No doubt that as people have now, a lot of people working from home, have brought the focus back to home ownership and back to reimagining, okay, home, instead of just being a place where I lay my head and hang out on the weekends, is now a lot more. So I'm looking for a lot more from my house, uh, a work situation, a place to unwind, maybe a place to sit and collect myself, a lot more things that I would not have normally required because I'm there all day, every day. And I think that's part of it that drove it up. Also, question that we have asked many times throughout the pandemic, and I ask again, if you live anywhere in the United States, if your job allows you to call it in from anywhere because all you need is a high-speed internet connection, where would you live? WalletHub did a survey. They looked at 300 cities nationwide to determine which ones are the most affordable for today's home buyers. Researchers took into consideration such factors as a city's overall housing affordability, average maintenance costs, and vacancy rate to determine where budget-minded buyers may want to focus their home search. I am going to start with full disclosure here on this list. I didn't agree with the list. And I got some problems with some of the cities on the list because I'm like, obviously, you guys have never been to these cities that you're recommending. But we're going to go through the list. I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to start with this. These are cities of a certain size, and I don't know what their parameters were for this survey, but they obviously did not include a lot smaller towns. And this is true. If you're willing to live out, if you don't need to need to live near a big city or metropolitan area, then obviously small town America has a lot to offer you. The challenge you run into there is availability of housing. You might find a small town that is perfect, but they may not have the housing stock, even older homes that can be rehabilitated necessary for you to even consider moving there. And that's the ugly side or the other side of this whole housing thing. You can move out from a city. You can buy property for a lot less money, but unless you're either willing to build or willing to invest money to fix up a home, you may find that the ideal community may not be that ideal in, in, with respect to ready to move in, ready to buy and move it in next week, housing stock. That's a problem as you get into rural areas because people have been moving away for so long and that housing stock hasn't grown. But let's work our way down this list real quick. Now, they got a number from 1 to 100, 100 being the most affordable, obviously 0 being the less affordable. So we, I want to put you in that frame of mind. They got a top 10. They start with Palm Bay, Florida, and it's in Brevard County. It's the east coast of Florida, which is a good thing, population about 117,000, and it's southeast of Orlando, what they call East Central Florida. And honestly, of everything on the list, I would probably rate this one as the most, if you had to look at everything, probably one that I'd be willing to move to. 
Number nine on the list, and they they have an affordability rate that that is equal to Palm Bay, and it's sixty nine point one. Springfield, Illinois, the state capital of Illinois, between Chicago and St. Louis, close to St. Louis, not so much Chicago, and it's out in the middle of the state. You're south of Peoria, which is fine, but you're out there, you're out there, and it's a state capital, so there are pluses and minuses. And Springfield may not be that bad, but it's out there. So if you're looking for Chicago or St. Louis, it's still a drive a few hours either way, but not close. Number eight, Yuma, Arizona. I got two words, heat and availability of water. It, right now, Arizona is in triple digit ugly right now, even worse than normal. They're setting records for heat down there. And not everybody is down with the desert. Living down there, I was in Phoenix, I'm sorry, Tucson with my friend, my best friend, uh, not quite about a year and a half ago. And the one thing you learn right away is how arid it is. And, you know, you need to drink constantly. Otherwise, it's extremely easy to get dehydrated if you're outside. Again, not for everybody, but prices are lower. They have a score of 69.45. Pittsburgh is number seven. Okay, Rust Belt Survivor and Pittsburgh has been making itself over in the last 20 to 30 years, but you're talking Western Pennsylvania, you're talking oil country, coal country, you know, and older neighborhoods. You know, if you're into older neighborhoods, Pittsburgh might be the place for you, but be prepared. You're probably gonna have to put some money into something that you buy unless you're willing to live out a little ways. So there's some question about that. We're going to start having a talk now, number six. We seriously have to talk. Three of these towns are in Michigan. We're going to talk. Warren, Michigan's number six. 70.2 is the affordability scale out of 100. Warren is an automotive industry town with all the pluses and minuses. That's all I'm going to say about Warren right quick. Number five, similar problem, Akron, Ohio. Used to be the rubber capital of the world. Also, the process of remaking itself. Formerly, the home of tire, Firestone Tire and Rubber was created in Akron. East Central Ohio. Not far from Cleveland. Not far from Columbus. Um, not far from Pittsburgh, actually. Not sure. I've never been to Akron. I've been by it, but not in it. Uh, to see how they're doing. That could be an option for you. Number four. Seriously, Wallet Hub. Number four. Okay, people, hear me out. Number four is Detroit, 70.9 on an affordability scale. There's whole sections of Detroit that the city has unincorporated because the population shrank so much. I'm talking 140 square miles of city that is no longer part of the city of Detroit. They gave it up. There was a time you could buy a house in Detroit if you're willing to fix it up for literally pennies, less than $10,000, depending on the neighborhood. But... With all of Detroit's challenges, I don't know where they're at in terms of infrastructure, in terms of safety, in terms of affordable or usable or ready to move in housing stock. These are questions that you would definitely have to do your research before I could, with any conscience, recommend Detroit carte blanche because there's been a lot of changes. And the question is, how far has the city come in addressing those changes to make it not only affordable, but do you want to live there? Because a lot of folks in the 70s and 80s moved out of Detroit. They did it for a reason. And Detroit went through bankruptcy. Yeah, that was a thing. They're on the mend, but the question is, have they mended enough? Is it someplace you want to live? Don't know anything about the school systems. And in there looking at their affordability, Wallet Hub did not mention quality schools. And if you're going to move, 
even if you don't have kids, that is something you should be concerned about because it speaks to the education of the workforce and the population. Another one, number three, Toledo, Ohio, two words, Jeep Central. It is, it is the home to the Jeep plants, which means they have a large manufacturing footprint. I don't know what that means for the rest of the city. And I don't know what that means for the suburbs. And that puts you near Sandusky and near Lake Erie. Again, same things apply. You're getting in a very heavy manufacturing towns, which are still have a major footprint. Number two, I'm sorry. I, I disagree completely with them. Flint, Michigan, drinking water. It's all I got, drinking water. Not convinced that they've overcome that problem yet. And the town was under emergency control by the state. Number one, and I, yeah, state capital of Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, a factory town. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 